2: Hello and welcome to the Ross Cosby Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the mighty Air 1090 ESPN Radio Southern California, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Uh, a lot to get into on a Thursday. Let's not waste any time. Uh, in lieu of heading out to the Circus Sports, uh, Sports Hotline, we're going to play for you a uh, sound Michigan head coach, Jim Harbaugh was at disneyland yesterday and i got a chance to catch up with him with the rest of the media he did a parade down main street and then after the parade down uh main street he sat down and talked with the media so here he is the man the myth the legend himself michigan head coach jim harbaugh what's your relationship with nick saban and have you guys had a chance to catch up yet
0: yeah yeah so hello and uh a very first class individual uh Nothing but respect for him. This first time you guys
2: went head-to-head, or have you guys went
0: head-to-head in the past? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, 2019, we uh, faced off in uh ball game. Jim, last week, Blake was saying that he just felt there was something, like the vibe at practice was different, he said. What, what have you noticed about how practice has gone? And he's, he said it was just really precise. What do you see from him that night? I mean, uh, it's been good. guys have been, uh, been really sharp. Uh, very energized. Uh, it's it's all been it's all been really good. Locked in, focused. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here today saying uh, you know we've done everything and anything that we can uh, because there's still a week to go and and um, and I want that feeling on game day. That uh you know, everybody's as confident as they can be and, and precise in what they're doing, and that's what we're doing. Is uh it's in a good place. We're just refining it, you know, and uh, looking at every every uh everything that we can, you know, and we'll do that right up until game
2: day. So, a going to take this group to Pasadena the Rose Bowl, first time in a while, but probably the last time under the current popping circumstances.
3: That's
0: huge. huge. I mean, it's right where we want to be. First of all, that's uh, uh, is exactly where we wanted to be and, um, and and our guys have uh, deserve to be congratulated for you know, putting themselves in this position as does Alabama uh, you know, two great programs uh, facing off in a, in a playoff atmosphere I mean it's as good as it gets you know at this at this stage so uh, yeah we're uh, we're honored, excited to be here and, and uh, it's, who's got a better than us? I mean, that's the thing that comes to mind.
3: And non-football question, what about
0: Disneyland? I mean, you're a California guy. you have any, any memories of coming <laughs> to this park? Oh, I've been here so many times. Uh, probably somewhere in the teens, 15, 16 times. But, uh, I mean, this goes back to Disneyland, the Rose Bowl. goes back to the real early years, growing up in Ohio and Michigan and Iowa. And six, seven, eight Nine, ten, eleven years old. Uh, waking get up on New Year's Day and watching the Rose Bowl, and it was just I mean, jaws just hanging down. It's a couple feet of snow outside. You're a Midwestern kid. You see the sunshine, the palm trees, the mountains, the parade, the game, the Disneyland, and I want to go in there someday. I want to, I want to, I want to play in that game. Um, so I mean to have that all come come true. You know, to have it come. Come, uh, to be real life, it's, it's it feels real blessed, and um, you know this is the happiest place on earth, uh, Disneyland. I mean, what a slogan! I mean, <laughs> they nailed it with that slogan, and uh, and I'd agree, especially as a kid. You know? Then uh, once you get to be about. 17, 18, 19, or 59, or 60, I mean, the happiest place on earth is a, is a winning locker room. So, uh, yeah, we can be at the happiest place on earth today, and we got a chance to be in the happiest place on earth, which will be a winning locker room at the Rose
2: Bowl. Yeah, probably first time participating in a Disney parade, right?
0: Yeah, that's the first time being <laughs> in a parade. I think second parade, uh, Lifetime, and... So that's a wonderful experience, and smiles, you know, say it all really, you see it on my family's faces and and, uh, all the the people here at Disneyland, smiles say it all. Jim, what's the benefit and what have you seen from having some early enrollees in practice these last couple days? Oh good, just good to to see the guys, you know, um, it wasn't but uh, a couple weeks ago. and we were like, hey, it's coming fast and uh, be here in a couple of weeks. And then here we are. It's been a couple of weeks and now, now some of them are here. So uh, it's good. They're handling it well. I mean, some of the guys have navigated the, the, the airports and the flights by themselves. Uh, you know, to be with us and be on the team, that's uh, it's cool. Jim, is there any advantage? Third straight trip into in the CFC semifinal, but with everything in terms of adversity, what you've gone through this year, you think this is a more prepared team to the best team? I, I think our team is uh, is, is very prepared. Uh, you know, they have a they have a one-track mind, uh, very very focused on. You know, Dominating each day and then going to sleep at night, waking up and, and taking on the next day and trying to dominate that. So that's uh, that's been the, the mindset of this football team, and I think it uh, puts them in a puts them in a good place. And they are in a good place. Uh, we're gonna keep taking that approach, one day at a time. Uh, uh, it's been paying off for us, and we'll uh, stick with what we got us here. Let's keep you a to unwind a bit not think about the
2: game
0: for a hours. Coming to Disneyland? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. We had a really good workout this morning. Um, guys were not jet lag, moving around great. I called them up and said, "Hey, guys, we're going to the happiest place on earth, you know, Disneyland. So uh, let's go enjoy it and have fun." and and, uh, guys that want to stick around till 4 o'clock, we'll have a bus. 5 o'clock, we'll have a bus. I'll personally be on the 6 o'clock bus, <laughs> you know, through, uh, thoroughly enjoying the whole afternoon. What's like from your perspective to see them maybe be kids for a little bit not be uh, playing the biggest game in their lives? Oh, they're good at that. They're really good at that. You know, they're, uh, they, uh, they have fun no matter what they're doing. You know, they, they. Uh, you know, with their teammates, or uh, with the, with uh, just with people, they're they're outgoing, they're outgoing guys, and uh, they love life and they approach it with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. So, just about whatever setting you put our our young people in, they're, they're, uh, they're having fun and enjoying it. And the players were saying practice, old practices, at least our or are smaller, are less physical than these previous years. Why did you feel it so Um I don't know. It's, it's 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 very it's very it's very close. You know, it's very kind of similar. I didn't. I'm surprised that they even noticed the difference. Uh, yeah, there has been a little bit of a difference. Um, just where our team is and where they're at. Where I think they need to, you know, to, to stay there, but also, you know, just use it every day, every every hour, every minute to um, you know, cover everything as much as we possibly can, knowing ourselves, knowing our opponent, and and uh, getting ready for this game situation. Jim, one thing that, that's not different—it's December NFL rumors again. How do you how do you respond to that? It's such a one-track mind. That's our uh, that's the way we're going about things. It. It's. Um, Literally, whatever day we're in, looking to get the most out of it, dominate the day, then we're gonna go to sleep tonight, wake up tomorrow, see if we can't dominate that day. Um, it's a single-minded group. Uh, it's very focused on just taking care of business today. And- See if we can't do the same tomorrow. Jim, you've got a history
2: in San Diego, and you finished your career with the Chargers, who have an opening right now. Just what was it like playing for them and for the Spanish family? Yeah,
0: it's just a very one-track mind about this game. Uh, right now, just have, have fun with the family and the and the and the team and the players. It's like we're the happiest place on earth. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna have, we're gonna enjoy ourselves and then, and then uh, get back to business. And you know, i see if we can't dominate today. Got some some good meetings tonight. And we wake up tomorrow and and uh, practice. See if we can't dominate that game. This is uh, this is like straight out of the Jackie Harbaugh playbook. One day at a time. One play at a time, and uh, that's how we're approaching each game. Blake told me this locker room kills David, Do you agree with that? This locker room, the vibe, the different
2: than last year's. Do you agree
0: with that? Oh, the guys, the attitude, the team. the uh, It's a very, very mature, veteran team. Um, and Blake's been through this now. This is you know, his, his third year in a row. Same with uh, JJ McCarthy, Chris Jenkins, uh, so many guys. Uh, yeah, so you know, you would expect that uh, you know, they, they would perceive it perceive it uh, differently, and and um, probably you know, just more confident. Once you've done something once, and uh, doing it again is is uh, I mean, you know you know more. You learn, you learn more. You take things further.
2: Jim, will you miss the pomp and pageantry of the bowl There's been a feeling that the 12-team playoffs begins on campus It's more of like a like, like a pro playoff field. than coming in the week of Disneyland, will you miss that? Or do you, do, you, do you think the 12-team playoff will change this? <laughs> I, I oh uh, no, I don't know how it works. what the crystal ball is, I mean.
0: Uh, but just very thankful to be here at the Rose Bowl. I mean, if, if it's going to be different going on. In the future uh, I don't know that but at least we got to be here for this one you know maybe I mean just the granddaddy of them all and I can tell you just the, the stories and the times I've, I've watched this game uh, a couple chances to play in it myself um, to be a part of it it's a real real honor and, and really cool And. Uh, Definitely the Disneyland
2: days, you know, fun. i take full advantage of that of that good time. Can you touch on the, the significance of this school with this game, both in Michigan and the Rose Bowl? It just it fits, it seems right. What's the significance of playing in this particular
0: game? You know, maybe it's a Michigan thing. I, I think it's a Midwestern thing, mm-hmm. you know? It's like uh, growing up as a Midwestern kid, you got the snow outside, I mean, it's, you haven't seen the sun for about May, sometimes 30 or 45 days sometimes, uh, and then to turn on that television set and see the Rose Bowl and uh, the mountains and the sunshine and the palm trees, uh, I'm sure that's why why people moved here, you know, from the, from the 60s and 70s and 50s and 80s. Uh, they grew up like me, like watching this game and going, I, I really want to go there someday. And, uh, and here we are. That's a, that's a great feeling. It's like, who's got a better than us kind of feeling? <laughs> Coach, once upon a time, we had a conversation about Joey Chestnut and yeah. whether or not competitive meetings is a sport. I remember that. Yeah, I remember good times. That. You had a very strong stance on it, which I loved. Tomorrow. Where's my stance at the time? It, it is competitive meeting. It's, it's a sport. Definitely. It, he's an athlete. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so tomorrow night, your guys get to kind of prove that same theory in the beef bowl. Can you give me your thoughts on it? Who's going to be, you know, the guy that shines in the beef bowl this Yeah, I would. Uh, I have no idea. We uh, we did a hot dog eating contest. Oh, uh, Jeff,
3: we Jeff
0: did a Percy. trip. We did a trip. Jeff Percy was in it. Okay, um, and another. Another offensive lineman, Andrew Gentry. 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 Andrew Gentry. Okay. I mean, two of the biggest guys on our team. So let me set the stage. Yeah. We're at a Washington Nationals baseball game. Uh, we got hot dogs. We created the hot dog eating contest between Andrew Gentry, 6'8, 330 pounds, Jeff Percy, about the same, and they ate a total of like the winner ate four hot dogs. Four. So yeah. Okay. So I, I, including the buns. Yeah, I, it's not our specialty. Okay. Including the buns. Yeah, they <laughs> were trying different techniques. Okay. Uh, so it's definitely, it's definitely not. I, I'm not gonna go with the big guys. Okay. You know. Do you think there could be a surprise contender tomorrow night that comes out of nowhere? That we, <laughs> I can't even guess. I Can't even guess <laughs> after that. You know? But you think you guys will definitely defeat Alabama in the beef bowl? Oh, uh, that's not really what I mean. Uh, <laughs> it's not what we're trying to do. You know, it's not our. <laughs> just try to It's make, not our goal. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. yeah. Is there something about Alabama that that you've learned from watching them that surprised you? Given you know your level of knowledge in early December. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're early December, you're just kind of looking through the keyhole um, to see what you've seen on TV. But uh, yeah, after. Yeah, really thoroughly studying. I mean, not a lot of weaknesses. Uh, fast physical uh, football team in the lines, but also in the secondary, um, at all positions. Fast athletic, really well coached. They know what they're doing. Uh, it's a real combination of supreme athletes that are. That, uh, know what they're doing and play play well together uh, yeah it's going to be we're going to we're gonna have to play really good uh, I had a feeling that was the case when I first watched it in early December but yeah I mean uh, we're going to have to play good and if we do we're going to have a really good chance to win if we don't uh, we're going to it's going to be tough to win. Exactly. Jim, you were just talking about some of the fun events you do here. Obviously, you know, you're at Disneyland. You're going to beef bowls and stuff like that. Is it hard at all to kind of to measure the fun stuff with also intense preparation, or do you think it's good to kind of take your mind off of stuff? Like that? Geez. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, there's a time to lock in and be, be full-speed metal, and there's time to, uh, to uh, you know, enjoy. And one thing I noticed about college kids, it's not hard to have fun have fun um, just being around each other whatever setting it is watching the movie at disneyland um, enjoy each other's company it's a it's a team that really really does that um, enjoys being around the other players and also their families it's a it's a it's a really close knit group from all angles is that at all different in the pros, you know, some of the play the pros? Um not that dissimilar, uh just more pro guys have their own families. You well know, they've got a head kind of hit households and you know, they got, they got spouses. They got, uh, they got kids. And do uh, you expect guys to have to practice and you know, go home to their families? stores here there. They still have all on any rides Yeah, as many as I can. I can't do it all in one day. What are you going for? Uh, Jack was going to take me to the, to the roller coaster over California Adventure, so uh, that's good. I'll step up and uh, take that one on, whatever. Whatever the kids want to do. It's a Very exclusive fraternity of people who have played and coached in the Rose Bowl. How about that? Yeah. You, I mean, that's cool. Uh, you, you've mentioned your recollection of watching the Rose Bowl. What's, I guess, what's your favorite recollection of playing in it or being coming here as a player? Uh, we didn't win. That's a big one. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to see that was a lifelong goal to, to, to win the Rose Bowl. So, uh, just thankful to get another crack at it.
3: You
0: know, is there a player who's more perfect for Disneyland? Or like, uh, for a yeah, that's it, tie Between Blake, Chris Jenkins, JJ, yeah, those guys, those three strike me as like, you know, the the most perfect for Disneyland. know, young and hard, kids and hard. Yeah, You can tell everybody's having a good time there. Yeah. You know, smile, say it all. Yeah. Yeah. Your kids have a time. You're having a great time. <laughs> You're having a great time. Have you been to the Rose Bowl? Since back in Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, I was at uh, I was in attendance for the Texas USC National Championship game. So I was in the stands. And then I was also in the stands for uh, Michigan. I can't remember who they played. They won. Uh, was it? 2003, 4, or 5,
2: right ahead. Yeah. I'm trying to revolve myself here again. Yeah. I would think that I could be a kid. But, back but actually, might
0: have been the 2004. Describe the, the magic of
3: it. It's almost like a drama to this game. It starts in the bright sunshine. Yeah. The sun sets and it gets dark. Talk about the
0: best drama that
3: comes from the setting. Yeah,
0: just the uh, sun setting over the mountains, dusk in the third quarter, you know, you're playing the fourth quarter, it's under the lights, Um, it has that, uh, yeah, it's a setting, you know, it's a uh, stage seems to be set for that, for that dramatic fourth quarter.
3: What do you remember most about your your game? The game
0: that you played off the they just struggling to get on track offensively. And it uh, you know, started fast, but then you know, I just couldn't keep the momentum. Yeah, yeah, I never scored. I got a 2.5. It's not much production after that. Second half wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. That yeah, was my first struggle. Yeah, it was a struggle. Regrets, regrets, you know. and uh, Great to have it a chance to uh, um, run Jim, you
3: guys played Alabama and Nick Saban to start the decade uh, yeah. in the Citrus Bowl. Since then, a lot of success, Big Ten championships, playoff appearances. What do you think since that game, that loss to Nick Saban, what do you think that you've grown as a coach? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I don't really
3: have that ready list, you know,
0: uh, <laughs> in front of me. I think, uh you know, like anything when it comes to a team, uh, it's, it's a thousand little things that, that add up to make all the difference. And uh, everybody wants the one, the one thing, but it, it never really is. It's, it's all those things. A lot of people think are the little things or the minutia. Uh, it's, it's all those things that add up to make all the difference.
2: All right, that was Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh catching up with him at Disneyland getting ready for the rose bowl when we come back we will hear from usc head coach lincoln riley coming off that big holiday bowl win against louisville when we come back right here on the mightier 1090 for the california the bet in las vegas and the hawaii sports radio network
1: we'll be right back with the arash markazi show on the mightier 1090 espn radio
2: Call our hotline, 310-400-0340. All right, the Holiday Bowl took place last night, and my goodness, did USC come to play or what? I mean, this was a performance that most USC fans, myself included, did not see coming. Miller Moss, that's right. Miller Moss, backup quarterback, playing for uh, the first time, his first ever college start, playing uh, in place of Caleb Williams. Passed for a Holiday Bowl record, six touchdown passes in his first ever career start, leading USC to a 42 28 victory over number 15 Louisville. Again, yeah, the game, uh, took place, uh, last night at Petco Park. Uh, th- this game came, came out of nowhere. The way that the defense played, the way that Miller Moss played, completing 23 of 33 passes, 372 yards. Uh, just incredible performance and really gives you a glimpse of what this USC ki- team can look like in the future. Now that they have an actual defensive coordinator, a defensive coaching staff, some special teams help. I mean, uh, with, with Lincoln Riley, I'm never worried about scoring points. I'm never worried about the quarterback. I'm never worried about the offense. If he can find a way to shore up the special teams of the defense, USC could be good. So now let's hear from USC head coach Lincoln Riley and the victorious USC Trojans. All right. Uh, incredibly proud of this football team. Uh, as,
1: honestly, all the years and wins and all that stuff, this was as fun a win as I can remember as a, as a head coach. Just with, with all the... You know, all the, all the changes, all the back and forth, you know, six weeks, you know, 20-plus guys didn't, you know, th- th- didn't play in this game for, for different reasons. Um, we we could have come into this game, you know, not caring about it. We could, This team could easily, you know, this team could have got a lot of different ways with it and to see us come play as well as we did uh, on all three sides, big plays on all three sides. That's a good football team we just got beat or that we just beat up on. Um a really good football team and uh, you know a team that had a lot more of their guys throughout the season than, than we certainly did and uh, and so you know for us to not use that as an excuse uh, and to use this something that really motivated us motivated our team motivated our coaches uh, was, was really really special and to see I thought I thought the team leadership in this game was as strong as it was uh, the entire year. Um, and I thought that was a big reason why the guys played the way we did and I was especially proud because I one of the things i told the coaches you know today was I thought it would be really important for us to get off to a good start and we did completely the opposite all right we went three and out they go down and score and it's like all right where, where are you at now and and then we went on a great run um, and guys made big plays and it was just a lot of fun honestly kind of didn't want the game to be over in a lot of ways and so really proud of this group proud of the leadership um, This is significant for the guys that have been here in the beginning of this journey, and there's been a lot of great moments in the first two years. Now, they're gonna get a lot better, and it's gonna get a lot more fun as we go, but it had to start somewhere, and a lot of the guys in the locker room were a part of that. Um, And and a special thanks to the guys that, that, that stayed around because it was important to them, because the team was important to them, because USC was important to them. A special thanks to the coaches that did that. It was not an easy situation, especially for some of the coaches on our staff. Um, and our coaches, especially our defensive guys, did a hell of a job tonight. They got our guys ready to play, <clears throat> a lot of really good coaches, a lot of really good people on the staff where they could have turned and tried to go on to the next thing. And they, they stayed because it was important. And that's, you know, honestly, a bunch of guys in the locker room and the coaching staff that felt that way. And that's the reason why we won the game. If we wouldn't have had that, uh, we wouldn't be, we would already be on the bus ride home and it'd be somebody else sitting, another coach sitting up here at this podium right now. So. Very appreciative to all those guys. Just a great, great win. Uh, great way to end the season.
2: Okay,
0: how,
3: how impressed were you with, with Miller's performance tonight? And do you feel like he kind of you know,
1: staked his claim to, to that? He was awesome. Job? He was awesome. I, I, I'm not a bit surprised with how he played. He just did what he's been doing in practice uh, really you know, for a while, but especially coming to the second half of this year in every practice. I and mean, the guy was just getting better and better. So I knew he would be very confident coming in. Um, And it was great to see him respond kind of same thing we go we go three and out there on the first drive and and To see him respond and make some of the throws that he made. He was really dialed into the game plan He trusted his guys he got the ball out on time It was just a it was a tremendous quarterbacking performance and and obviously, a lot of guys around him played very well and made plays and um, But he certainly led the charge Just a quick reminder, guys, wait to ask your question so we can get a mic to you, because this is being live-streamed. We want to hear the question.
0: Back here. Coach, um, what's your thoughts on uh, the receivers today, the way that they were
3: attacking the ball and making uh, making the plays for your quarterback tonight?
1: They were great. They were great. Guys made a lot of competitive plays. It was fun to see. Do a combination of young guys, uh, you know, step up and make some big-time plays. Uh, obviously, there were several of those. And see some of our, our, our kind of older veteran guys, Taj, you know, Kyron, some of those guys step up, uh, it was it was huge. Uh, to see Tavo step in, you know, for, for Lake after Lake got injured was awesome. There was just uh, yeah, a lot of playmakers on both sides. Guys had chances to make plays on both sides and really stepped up. Coach Riley, congratulations. Eric Lentz is the second Culver City Observer. Uh, Throughout the night, the defense swarmed to the ball and arrived with bad intentions. Uh, What excites you about the effort uh, the players gave and your ability to play with discipline? Yeah, I give our guys a lot of credit. Um, Like I said, give our coaches here a lot of credit over the last six weeks, our defensive players. Guys stepped up. We had had guys in different positions. I mean, Jalen Smith played a position tonight. He's, he's, you know, never played before. Uh, Max has always played a million different positions, so that wasn't much new to him. Uh, But, yeah, to see you know, see profits step up, to see some of our young defensive players step up, some guys that hadn't played very many snaps for us all year. I mean, we had to, I mean, a week ago, basically a week ago, we had to check, basically completely change the defensive game plan because of the players that were available and a few guys that decided not to be here. And then our guys didn't flinch. Our coaches didn't flinch. These guys didn't flinch. The leaders didn't flinch. We wasn't ideal. Uh, we changed it, and uh, the guys flew around, played hard, played very physical, and uh, yeah, super, super proud of them. especially the turnovers, because, like, the, the first turnover is what got us going. And then, I, and then like, defensively, we got us going with the first one, and we shut the door at the
0: end with the last one. Coach, cool. okay. hang on a second. Right, right, right there. Right here. Right here. Uh,
3: Ken Perry, Tesla has the tangents. Lincoln, with the way Miller performed, has he solidified his status as a starter next season, and will you still pursue High-profile
1: transfer quarterback. I can't believe we got to the fourth question. Um, <laughs> he did a great job. I mean, that's uh, he, he should have of scared off anybody that would want to come here anyway. So um, he was awesome. I mean, it's a—it's a performance game, and I—you know—I've said, you know, I've said previously, and our, our local guys know this. It's really, really important to me. The longer I coach um, and going through this, and I, I don't know at all, but having people that this program is—is—is is, is incredibly important to them. Um, that is that's the key and I think in in this day and age with all the movement when when you have guys like that it's it's even more of an advantage than maybe it was five or ten years ago because it's becoming a little bit harder to find Um, Miller's had a, 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 a passion for this university and program for a long time you've seen that in his ability to to hang in there to continue to get better um, part of I think the reason he played well tonight is the consistency that he's brought. You know, he could have he could have bolted off at different times. He stayed here. He's gotten better, and, and uh, that's why a night like tonight to happened. And he's obviously a tremendous leader for our program. Was a great leader for us tonight. I'm really excited to see what the future holds for him because he's going to get better and better.
3: Coach, earlier in the week you talked about Louisville's defense and how good it was, specifically their red zone defense. Can you kind of put into context what your offense was able to do tonight? I mean, they gave up 16 passing touchdowns on the season, yet but six tonight.
0: We
1: played, we played well. I mean, that's a good defense. You know, they they weren't like a few of the other sides of the ball. You know, where you know they they weren't decimated by or I'd say decimated, they weren't affected, right, by a lot of guys holding out or different guys. I mean, that was pretty much the same unit that we saw here and. Yeah, for our guys to make some of those plays, it was great. Um, some of the competitive plays, but again, it just the the, the entire five of the sideline felt different. The guys, you tell the guys, really just playing for one another. Um, you know, just across the board, you just felt it. You know, you felt it. The defense wanted to make plays for the offense. The offense wanted to make plays for the defense. If if one of us didn't make a play um or, or we didn't didn't score we didn't stop them I mean, it was just all right, the other side's got to go hold up there into the bargain and we just did that all night and um there's a lot of credit to these guys
3: did you sense it was okay. a difference tonight yeah. compared to pre- during the regular season
1: uh at times yes yes i i think these guys would probably would probably agree with that i mean i like i said i think our the player leadership in this game was was and in, in the last Six weeks was really, really strong, and a team—the team—reflected the team that in their performance tonight.
3: In the back,
1: record. hi, I'm Madison Hogue, um, from Annenberg Media. Miller, my questions for you. Like Coach said, the leadership was very high in this game in particular. So, how did you step into that leadership position and get yourself ready for this game?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think into um, the mic. the mic to it. Yeah, it sorry. Um, from a leadership standpoint, like we had a really strong senior group and a really strong group that wanted to come back and play this game, and I think that was really led by them. And they set the example, and it was easy for me to have fallen behind them. we got guys up here, Todd, and Madison, J.R. Really I saw a little younger, but guys like saw them Bird and Justin Dietrich, who came back with the, with intent Ted to win this game, so it was easy to kind of follow their league in that sense.
2: Hey, you guys,
1: let's go with one more for the coach, and then we're going to go to the players. Okay? Players are here, okay? Uh Go ahead, Blue Coach. Coach, can you speak to why you chose the four captains you did, and how important those guys were not only for the last six weeks, but how important they've been in setting the tone for next season as well? Yeah, I just felt like it was. We 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 kind of had this mantra that it's a new team and one game. And, and I felt like, all right, if we're gonna have a new team, you know, we probably need some new captains. Just felt like it was not anything against the guys that weren't, because a lot of those guys that, that, that played with us tonight were certainly still big factors in terms of leadership, as, as Miller attested to. But, oh, there was a lot of reasons. I mean, Taj, you know, I, can, I kind of told the team when we announced it, you know. I mean, Taj could have he's gonna be an NFL draft pick here in a couple of months. Um, he he could have had a great case for not playing this game. Uh, but there's anybody that knows Taj knew there was a 0% chance that he was gonna sit out of this game And that's why he's gonna be a great pro and uh, so I thought a great example there You know Chris Thompson, you know, was getting ready to to, to make another move um, in terms of uh, you know Better opportunity on the field. He's been up front with us about the whole time He was a great team first guy this whole year once again could have left and said no way am I leaving my guys another great example um, and Uh, You know Bryson Shaw has been I think one of just our toughest most consistent competitors like one of the guys that you just know Every day he's gonna be there and every day He's gonna fight and give you everything he has and then obviously, you know Miller represented the the younger group uh, Some of the guys that are getting some of those first big-time opportunities that have fought their tail off behind the scenes And have a lot of respect within our locker room and I think our team was really energized to see not just Miller but a lot of these other guys get this opportunity tonight so just thought they all kind of represented something different um and again they those four guys deserve a lot of credit but there's you know a ton of other guys you know max you know did all these different guys that were a part of of leading this group and and they really came together thank you coach all right right in the back Uh, okay go ahead uh overall uh network my question is for james so my question is you guys are playing today like you guys had your hair on fire you know, 33 hats to the ball, everybody's running to the ball. How do you guys take this game now and carry
3: it over into spring ball and bring it into the next season? Uh, Can you hear me? Bring the mic to uh, me. Um, how we carry it on is just, man, hard work and um, consistency. Um, carry on everything, looking at the film of how this game went, um, the preparation that led up to it, and ultimately, man, just taking account of it and uh, going with a chip on our shoulder, going to tournament for Okay. Hey Miller you talked about, hey, okay, first off, great game, six touchdowns, the one reception on you know, the podium. That became a 14-point swing from you almost getting touchdowns and them scoring. You went out after that next possession. Can you talk about what you told your offense to prepare to get back out there and score the next session? Yeah, I mean, 100% my fault on that, that swing, you know. Um, turn the ball over in the red zone. It's not winning football, but I also had the, the mindset that I'm not going to allow my mistake to the reason we don't win this game. So, um, just told him that's 100% on me. Like, as long as we do our job, we'll be all good. And I think we respond positively. But again, like, that's not winning football. You can't turn the ball over in the red zone. So, definitely got to be better.
1: Okay. Yeah, Dean Strzok with CBS Sports. Miller, afterwards, you and Caleb shared a moment. Can you kind of share what was said during that exchange between you guys? Yeah. I
3: mean, like people are always trying to to pick quarterbacks against each other, especially in the same room in college these days, but um, we've had a really, really positive experience working together. Um, I'll I'll always appreciate Caleb for what he did, not only for me, but for this program. Um, He was a great leader for us, and obviously a tremendous player, and uh, we'll always be really, really great friends, and I think that was just kind of showcased there. Hi, uh, Jonathan Martin, USC Annenberg Media. Um, Question for you, Miller. Um, Are you aware of the nickname that's already circulating around campus—it's Miller Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've heard it before. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about that? It's cool. I mean, we get a little more creative, but it's cool. Nice vibes. <laughs> 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 right. Um, going to Douglas Student Mic Right USC Podcast um, for Taj. The uh, Question is, what is your like? What are your favorite moments um, as you kind of
2: leave USC now? Uh, as far as you know games, maybe plays with, maybe something in practice, whatever, whatever. And also, do you have a special meal you
3: cooked tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't cooking. I was going to finish packing. <laughs> uh, it's hard to say, man. I've been here, you know, three years and cheered every day, you know, the same. So it's kind of hard to pick out a memory. But um, just these last six weeks have been very memorable. Um, man, this team. Been,
2: I've been through so much adversity lately, and uh, just how we just came together, like, like it's, it, made, it made a huge difference. Uh, you could see it tonight, how everybody showcased, you know, that brotherhood that we talked about, we just um,
3: that's just been what's on talking about right now. Three more questions, guys, right here first. Hey Miller, um, with transferring uh, so common nowadays, can you talk about you know how you staying and developing the last three years has helped you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, a difficult first year in mean, college. A um, lot of and to of adversity in that situation, but I think it's just more a testament to the, to the guys in that locker room, to the leadership and our coaching staff that, um, that made me want to stay. You know, I love those guys. I'll ride for those guys. And I think Coach Riley's done a really, really great job in, in quarterback development, obviously, with the guys that he's had. And I, I trusted him. and I trusted his process. So love being around those guys and, and continuing to do so. Dodger Hat and a Padre
1: clubhouse, but that's what you got. It. Okay. Miller uh, Ryan on <clears> have <throat> done a great job this week deflecting the spotlight from yourself and not making this game about you. But then you went out and made yourself the story of the game. Given your path to this point, what USC means to you, seen, can you put in perspective just how special this was? And were there any moments that really hit you along the way
0: tonight?
3: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a good positive moment. Um, I still think more so for the team than than for me personally, you know, like these six weeks weren't about any, any, since UCLA weren't about any individual, they were about us and people that wanted to be here and wanted to play this game um, and wanted to come together and then obviously like I did some new things, there are some things I can do better, definitely I'm sure I'll watch the film and there'll be a ton of stuff I need to clean up, so um, personally like it's a good step in the right direction, but definitely a lot to improve on, a lot more to accomplish. Max, Eric, Knight
2: is the second Culver City Observer. Um, This season, the defense has been much maligned and berated by the media. Um, As you reflect on your time here at
3: USC, can you describe to me what you'll remember most? I mean, it's a lot of moments I can remember, you know. Um, Like Miller just said, the last six weeks, I mean, we all got got close together no matter what happened. You know, coaches leaving, you know, players leaving. Uh, We all came close together, and I think you know, this being my only bowl, bowl win, you know, championship win um, in my five years here is definitely the most memorable and um, special credit to my teammates, you know, the coaches for putting us in the right position to go out there and make plays like Coach, um, coach Odom, you know, coach teammates taking care of the secondary, you know, um, it could have been easy for them guys to like just leave and they didn't, you know, they was on us every single day. Um guys got better in the room, you know. Jalen got better, you know, tone um with the punch out at the end of the game. He got better in D6 weeks. So um guys wanted to come out here and play, you know, with um no matter what. And we wanted to win. So I feel like we shot that tonight with the energy we had. And um yeah, it was, a great, it was a great day today.
2: All right, that was USC head coach Lincoln Riley, quarterback Miller Moss and his teammates coming off that big holiday bowl win last night against Louisville. Uh, this was the uh, type of performance from USC we have not seen all year, certainly on the road, certainly against a top 15 team. Again, you can already tell the difference of having a new defensive coaches, um, some more guidance and supervision when it comes to special teams. And Miller Moss, again, as USC tries to figure out who's going to be their quarterback next season, Miller Moss is uh firmly entrenched in that battle just but, but again what a amazing performance again great to see caleb williams on the sideline last night but um for moss 23 of 33 372 yards six touchdowns breaking a holiday bowl record of four touchdowns which was held by uh Jim McMahon just an absolute amazing debut amazing performance and a really a solid way for USC to close out the season going into the off season and again going into their first ever season in the Big 10 I mean they really needed to feel good good about themselves following a very disappointing season so uh it's a solid win for USC uh right here uh in San Diego uh all right that's all the time we have for today Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markozi saying stay safe and stay healthy.
3: This is the Arash Markozi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. so it's hard to knock it. Everybody
2: got their own thing, currency chasing worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was
3: a friend now?